coming up on Tell the Elves, the official cast listing for the Kenobi series has been announced. Also, Lego Skywars Saga has been delayed yet again. And finally, we have a bad batch trailer to discuss. What time is it, Rufio? It is time for Telling the Odds. Hello guys, welcome back to Telling the Odds. It is Sunday, the 4th of April. We are a month away from the release of The Bad it's Batch. It's getting close now, it's which, just, uh, just one month away. Yep, which is a, a poignant thing to open this show with yes. based on what our main topic is going to be. Oh, so exciting. I'm, uh, like, I mean, I was excited for this. Like, I always love new Star Wars content, but the new trailer, which we're going to get to, has really invigorated my hype for the show again. So it I'm is. Looking forward to that, yeah. yeah. How are you, Michael? How's I, it? I'm good. I'm ready to do some more Star Wars. We were, um, I think, uh, we had a break last week. We did, of, like, yeah. Uh, in terms uh, of like schedules and stuff. That's yeah. true. You know, Michael, uh, it, it shames us to say that we do, in fact, have a life away from the microphone yes. uh, that sometimes uh, takes up a lot of our time. We but we're do this 24-7. But we're back. And yeah. we're ready to talk about Star Wars because um, than ever. because it's very easy to have uh, a lack of Star Wars stuff to talk about at, a, yeah. at, at like these times of the year, no, like you know, in between shows and and you know that sort of thing, in between movies. It does um, sometimes feel like with Star Wars content, it's like real dry patches for a while, and then it hits you all at once. Everything I know. And that's the thing. But this week we've got a hell of a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes. Some real hardcore stuff that real is, hardcore. is not just us taking a little bit of news and <laughs> trying to make a massive discussion out of Look, it. As much as I love having like 20 minute discussions about an Instagram photo by Ray Park or whatever. Yeah, that's going to expand some... to absolutely nothing. Yeah, I'll just totally not in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have some legitimate, proper news and discussions to talk about today. So let's just get right into it. Alright Michael, so uh, feel free to tell us where we're going first as far as news goes. Alright, so big news during during the week or, or at least... During the week, since yeah. Since our episode, um, we have a cast listing, an official cast listing from Lucasfilm about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series which we are so very much anticipating. Yes, so, uh, this is probably the biggest, most concrete uh, piece of news that we've gotten from Kenobi since it was properly uh, properly announced with all the logo and stuff at the Disney Investors Day. Yeah. Uh, we have a full cast, like yes. Michael just said, so, so we'll, we're uh, going to break that down. Michael, yes. feel free so, to start uh, it off. To begin with, it's, it's got lots of names that we totally expected. Some that were like, oh yeah, that makes sense, and then some just out of nowhere. A surprise, to be sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Michael! <laughs> uh, okay, so, obvious, um, coming up first, we've got Kenobi, uh, is Ewan McGregor. So Wait a minute. Ewan McGregor's gonna be in the Kenobi series? Dude, Ewan McGregor's in this? Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, uh, yes. So of course, that makes sense. Yep. He is the main, he is main boy. Um, <laughs> he is main boy. <laughs> he is main boy. So, yes, of course. And so very excited for that. But then next up, Hayden Christensen, which we also did know. Little Annie. Little, well, little, uh, little Vader in this one. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, unless, unless it's like Force, no, no, wait, no, not Force Ghost. Unless it's like back, uh, what's it called? Um, uh... Flashbacks? Flash why did I not remember the word flashbacks? <laughs> That's okay, brain fart. It's Unless fine. it was flashbacks, in which it could be Anakin, uh, most likely is he is Vader. Yeah. At this well, that's the thing, is that they have, it's never been confirmed, but there's yeah. been like, you know, long-lasting and yeah. almost prevailing theories that uh, this is going to have a lot of flashbacks to the Clone Wars, where we're going to Makes see, where sense. we're going to see Ewan and Hayden in their season one and two Clone Wars garbs, where so they have like nice. the neck thing, and Obi-Wan's got, armor. Obi-Wan's yeah. got that little black triangle thing wow. that he had on his chest, because so cool. they're trying to animate Jedi robes that are, you know, yes. not very well, no. until they get to season three and they actually decided what animated Jedi robes should look like. Yeah. Um, so that's 
don't get me wrong, I love the the uh, old looks for the characters from uh, from oh, Clone sure, Wars. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's really interesting, and um, it begs the question: uh, what capacity we're going to see Anakin in? Yeah. Because it feels like we're either going to see him in that context, or and we've even talked about this on the show before: is that um, he could show up as Vader. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, because as you know, like if we were ever to like you know cut to a Star Destroyer and Anakin's maybe sitting in that pod from Empire, which is the only place that Vader can be sustained without his mask on, and yep. we'll get to see like you know burnt post Mustafar Anakin. Yeah. I think you, both would be good. Yeah. Or and we've talked about this on the show before is that um, when they've hinted at this rematch of a lifetime between Ewan and Hayden, um, right. th- this idea that they're going to have like a fight on an astral plane like you know sort of like oh, the way that okay. um that they have like a um a, like a fight in the netherworld of the yeah. force yeah um, so like a force projection s- similar to similar to uh you know essentially Rey and Kylo yeah. like it's a, a fight where if Anakin wins um the loca- Obi-Wan's location will be revealed like yeah. in the way that Kylo said can you see my surroundings I can't see yours mm-hmm. I think that Anakin will be in a similar position where yeah. he's trying to figure out where he is through fighting him uh, like I guess yeah. it depends how much they want to connect them but I could totally see yeah. him doing that and because it's a subconscious thing Anakin's yeah. able to be in his own unvaded body yeah which, which would be cool so there'd, uh, be, there'd be a number of ways to get yeah. Hayden Christensen to clearly be there um, I'm down for any of them so I just, <laughs> in 100% that works it doesn't have James L. Jones here so it does not that's we, true we may not have like Vader like voice and, and like in as we know Vader, yeah. Sure. So I mean, they wouldn't give it. I mean, I I feel like even if James Earl Jones was in this, yeah. they wouldn't give it away. So maybe we will. We, maybe, we, we will. maybe we'll we will hear Vader's voice at maybe some we'll point. Have to wait and see. I mean, James Earl Jones is getting kind of old, but I did notice in like Rogue One, I loved it when he did show up, but his voice was a little bit off. It it, it definitely was. You can yeah. tell these. He's, he's it's it's even like you know when he voiced Mufasa in the New Lion King. I have seen. You can hear James L. Jones is, is getting old. And his voice still sounds gorgeous, yeah. but, but it's noticeably different. It's like, yeah. Director Krennic. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's like a... It's, um, like more, more raspy. Yeah, it's yeah. more raspy at this point, whereas it's not as bassy. Yes. Now, let's get into this third one, who was really exciting for yeah. me. Um, and also, so there's another thing I did want to briefly touch on with Hank. Yeah, yeah, is definitely. Is it seems like this order is like kind of how... Not could be how prominent they are in the show, or at least like who's like the big names. And yeah. so Hayden Christensen's number two, which one could be because he's just a big name, yeah. but two could be a, like an indicator that he's quite prominent in the show. Which I would love. Because yeah. any more of Hayden Christensen yeah. is, is fantastic. We haven't seen this guy yes. uh, in Star Wars in 16 years. And, it's uh, been a while. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a minute. Okay, so that's, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's Hayden, that's Ewan. Now, the third yes. one is really exciting for me, uh, and we're going to get into the reasons why. Michael, who's, who's third up? Uh, third up, we have... Moses Ingram. So, yes. uh, if I, I know personally, I'm familiar with, and I believe you too as well. Uh, and she played uh, a character in Queen's Gambit. Yes. Uh, the um, yeah, guys, I'm not. I'm not sure uh, if you've seen the Queen's Gambit. It re- it uh, dropped on Netflix. Uh, I believe earlier this year. It was for. Was it 2020. It must have been. Oh, yeah. Or 2020. I'm honestly uh, not sure. Uh, we'll never know. I thought that. That, that show was amazing. I loved it. And, uh, yes, Moses Ingram played um, one of the supporting characters, yes. uh, Jolene, who sure. was, like, you know, a friend of the main character. Yeah. Um, Great performance, so. She was fantastic in the show. Mm. Um, and she's clearly on, you know, she's on the map of 
uh, big companies like Lucasfilm yeah. to play their characters, which is Vince founded Carter, because so... because she's a great uh, actress by the performance yeah. that she gave in that show. Right. Um, but that's not the only exciting part. Is uh, she's going to be in the show? But uh, it's been teased on Instagram. Oh, yeah, look, yeah. look, it says people have taken this comment and ran with it, but we're not sure. This is Paul Bettany again. What is exactly. This? Uh, the comment that she posted. The comment that she posted on her Instagram page uh, accompanying the, you know, the, the cast list was, I play with lightsabers, winky face. Yeah. All right? So people have run with that saying that she's going to use a lightsaber, that she's a force-sensitive character. Mm. Um, or it could be just a sly caption that she's, you know, put yeah. in there as a way of saying, yeah, I'm in Star Wars now. I think, uh, personally, it's more, more likely to be the second one, like, as like a reference of... Um, hey guys, I'm in Star Wars. It's like a way of saying like, hey guys, I play with lightsabers because that's like yeah. the thing we all know Star Wars for. However, yes. if she isn't it, I could totally see her um, playing like an Inquisitor or like someone hunting like a Kenobi who's like a Force user. Like, like there's lots of ways they could do it. Yeah, but, and, and and that'd be really interesting. I think that'd be a really fun character for her to play. However, I don't think this is confirming that. I don't know if that's... I don't think that's off the table. Like, it could always just be... She said, like, she plays with lightsabers because she did. And, like, maybe she doesn't... Maybe she doesn't know how significant that is. Like, maybe that like that there would only be, like, three people that would do that in the show. Or maybe it is just, like, a slight comment. Who knows? Yep. But either way, I think it's exciting. And it's a uh, good room for this character. Like, uh, Yeah, so that's that. So uh, mm. I'd love to see her as a Force-sensitive character because she's an awesome yeah. actress. And I feel like, you know, she could play anything based on what we saw her do in the Queen's yeah, Gambit. This show, I feel like, as opposed to... Like, like lots of Star Wars shows, there's so much room they can take it, so many potential characters that could show up, new characters, old characters, different things like that. And so, yeah, whichever way she does eventually show up, I think will be very interesting, because, yeah, she's a great, great actress, and uh, looking forward to her appearance in the show. But one thing I was saying is, she's quite close to the top, so I feel like she could be playing quite a major role. So she could always be, like, an antagonist like that. I feel like if she is this close to the top, though, I feel like she could be just a member of the main cast. Like, yeah. just someone who Kenobi befriends if he does go on an adventure in some way. Um, like, she goes along with him. Also, I guess whatever. We really don't even know the structure of the show. Exactly. So. Yeah, like, it seems to me that they are listing these people in regards to their importance and relevance in the show. It seems like that. Because, and she's yeah. next to Ewan and Hayden. So it seems to me that she'll have a pretty pivot, uh, a pretty pivotal role, yeah. which again is I have no problem with that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's her. Right. Um, and next uh, two characters yes. that was like it. It seemed so obvious that they'd which, appear in the show, but we never got confirmation yeah. of. Well, I feel like it's one of the things I never even considered. I didn't even like think like, oh yeah, they definitely show up. Which like now that but now that they've mentioned, they're like, oh yeah, that was always going to happen. Like they've got the actors, Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace. Uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, they are joining the cast, clearly. Yes. Uh, uh, which, and it's so exciting, because, like, they only, like, very minorly show up in Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones. Like, we see the characters, and I think the casting choice is really good, but, yeah, the actors themselves haven't had too much of an opportunity to really play these characters in a meaningful way. But I think this is such an exciting opportunity for, like, to see this, because, I mean, to see how the relationship goes from... Like, I don't know if they met each other in Attack of the Clones. They only briefly met each other in Revenge of the Sith. Yes. But by the time of A New Hope, clearly uh, uh, Uncle Owen does not have a strong affiliation, affiliation well, no, towards Kenobi. That's no. something that's, that's always been explored in um, Legends and stuff, yeah. is uh, how Uncle Owen uh, never wanted Obi-Wan Kenobi around Luke. He exactly. thought he was a bad influence. He didn't want Luke to be part of the... Crazy whole, old wizard. <laughs> he didn't want him to be part of the Jedi world. It's yeah. like, you know... Uh, 
It's what Obi-Wan says in A New Hope, is he feared he might follow old Obi-Wan on some damn full idealistic crusade like your father did. Mm, yeah. So Exactly. And so I think in that sense, it'll be really interesting to see their dynamic. Um, but also, and so with, similar with uh, Aunt Beru, how we'll get to see her and throughout the show, and that'll be lots of fun. But I think the main thing this leads is like, this is just straight up confirmed. We're getting Luke in this. We like, have to assume that Luke's going to no, show up. There's no way that Luke does not... Sh- there's no way that Luke shows up in The Mandalorian Season 2 and not in Kenobi. <laughs> That's true. Um, but then that leads to the question of, like, what form are we going to see Luke? Like, is it going to be another de-aged Mark Hamill, but, like, instead de-aging him to, like, being 10? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, I, I imagine that they might get just, like, you know... just I think they'd just get yeah. a kid. They'd get a kid yeah, to play. Yeah, it makes sense. Um... Yeah, so it'd be really weird if they if they like you know got a kid and then superimposed Mark Hamill's young face on it. Or still got like old Mark Hamill to voice. <laughs> That'd be really weird. <laughs> Just like Joker voice, like hello. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'd be that'd be really odd. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, so that's them. They are absolutely coming back, which would be exciting to see. And yeah. yes, it implies that Luke will be showing up too. Mm. Um, the next one is actually really exciting for me because I'm a big fan of this guy, yeah. uh, Kamal Nanjani. Definitely. We had no idea that he was going to be in this show. Yeah, this um, is like a big, like, big name, but also huge surprise. Didn't even know he'd be in this. So. Exactly. Like, he, Kumail Nanjani has uh, gained fa- fame in recent years. Like, mm. he made The Big Sick with his wife, and that was a really, really fantastic comedy. Mm. And now he's going to be, he's about to be in the MCU in the, as one of the Eternals, yep. which also makes sense because he's really buff now. Like, he, <laughs> he like, like, committed to that role. Like, beforehand, he was kind of... Like, well-known, really only ever showing up, like, a comedic kind of role yeah. or whatnot. That. But before, like, Eternals, when he was, like, cast in Marvel, like, wait, what? Why is why is Kumail Nanjiani, like, cast in this? And then they showed the behind-the-scenes photo of he just getting ripped, and they're like, oh, okay, he could totally yeah. do this, yeah. Honestly, can I be honest? I would love to, I, as much as I would love to see Kumail Nanjiani as, a, like, you know, uh, a character, you know, that he looks like, it's his face, yeah. I would also love to see him as, like, a prosthetic, um, non-human character. Yeah. I think that'd be really, really cool. I think, like... I mean, we haven't got... Most of the characters we've done so far are characters we know who they'll be playing, but, like, later on... And they're going to look like themselves. Yeah, and so later on characters, we'll be able to talk about that more. But, like, any of... Really, any of these characters could show up as, like, a droid or an alien or, like, someone who's, like, a CGI character. Like, you know... That's true. Like, it's like, you know, when Alan Tudyk was announced to be in Rogue One, it yeah. didn't say that he was going to be a droid. No, yeah. Um, until later and when Taika we found out that he would. shows up as a droid. Like, he never, like... Yeah, he doesn't... Yeah, that's true. Even Taika, that's true. So, like, yeah, it could always be something like that. But, like, I feel like most of these characters will probably be, like looking like they will. I'm just excited to see Kamal Anjani in this universe because he's shown that he can also... Of course, he's known for his comedic uh, talent and he's a super, super funny guy. But he's also proven that he can do more serious work and that he's actually a really good, properly, you know, a a properly talented actor as well, which is why it's really exciting to see him in a Star Wars project because I feel like he just, like, get in that sandbox and play. Mm, Uh, Definitely. It seems like there's a fair amount of of overlap with, like, uh, Disney hiring hiring actors for, like, both the Star Wars universe and the... The uh, Marvel universe in like a number of different ways. It's that's like... true. Cross promotion. It's like yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's Kamal Nanjani, and the next yeah. one we have uh, Indira Varma. This is a uh, this is an actress who we actually heard about was going to be in the show a few weeks ago, mm. but I don't think we actually talked about it. Uh, so, but no. you know that's that's well, good. So yeah, we, now we can like... talk about it now that the full cast has been announced. I mean, there's a number of people who we don't know too much about. I feel like personally, because probably the biggest thing that a lot of people would have known her from would have been Game of Thrones, which neither yes. of us has. She's an actress seen. from Game of Thrones. So, um, in that sense, we don't 100% know her, like, background in terms of acting, like, what how what she's done. Like, also, we don't know necessarily how she's performed and things, but I assume she'd be well-known. 
Well, a uh, very good actress in the sense that like she's still a popular choice to come from Game of Thrones and there's been a lot of like positive reception I think online. So, I mean, it should be good. Um yeah, I just I guess compared to a lot of the other actors, we have less experience um with her backlog back catalog. Yeah. I mean, I, again, this is for, I mean, for the rest of the actors list, we're basically going to be saying, "Oh yeah, I don't know what this person has been in, but Sure, they're a, they're a good addition to the cast. Yeah. And in this case, Indira Varma is that way as well. I've seen a little bit of Game of Thrones because my, my dad and my sister watched it all the time. Right. And I've seen her in a few things. And, you know, she's 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 talented yeah. and that's great. So I'm, I'm glad that she's going to be in it because they're employing good people to be in what I hope will be a really amazing show. Um, I feel like most of these people, actually, that we will be getting to, is like, yeah, we really don't know any of, like, who they could be playing. Like, could easily be playing droid, alien, scoundrel... Uh, farm person, farm boy, farm person, know, farm person. Know, like, <laughs> like yeah, literally anyone. Like so, in the, like I feel like yeah, less speculation about who they are and more just like what like actresses and what they or actor and what they could bring to the Kenobi series, which would be exciting. That's true. Uh, okay, so the next one, uh, Rupert Friend mm. or Friend, or I'm not know how I'm not sure how you would pronounce his last name, but it's spelt Friend. friend. Yeah. Uh, friend. Again, haven't seen him in a lot of stuff, but he I believe has played an antagonist in the in the show Homeland. He's oh. been an agent. Uh, He's been in Hitman 47 and a bunch of movies that I haven't seen. Yeah. Um, I, I would say this in the nicest way in saying that he does have the face of a villain, uh, that, I'd uh, say. I, I feel yeah. like if we were to see him as an antagonistic character, maybe as an Inquisitor, yeah. I don't know. I would, I would totally buy him in that role. He could be an Inquisitor. I was saying, thinking more like, out of like everyone on this list who we don't know who they're playing... He would probably be the most likely person to play like an imperial officer of some sort. That's I true. Like. I mean, if you were going based up purely off of the way that these headshots look, his is the one who's like, yeah, I can see him as a villain. Yeah. Um. So yeah. It's the mustache. It's the. <laughs> it's the mustache. It's the mustache. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next person. Uh, yeah. Shay Jackson Jr. Again, yeah. I haven't known. Don't know him from a lot of stuff. Yes. Yeah, so I've he's in. I've seen him in uh, Godzilla King of Monsters. Um, right. So right. And I think he also shows up in. Uh, Kong vs. Godzilla, which I haven't seen. So. Haven't seen yet, no. Yes, but, uh, yeah, so, um, and it, he was alright in that. Not necessarily a stand-up performance, but, yep. uh, it's, it's a more of a minor role in the first one, so. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he should be good, though. I think it'll be interesting to, yeah, uh, I get what he could bring to the table. Like, could always be, like, a droid or, like, a, uh, he seems like quite a large, like, actor. Like, I think he played, like, a military officer in King of Kong. Sorry, yep. in Godzilla. Um, so he could be, like, a like a muscle, like a hired muscle, like a person. But That'd be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, literally, we're just fully speculation at this point. We have no, no context idea. whatsoever. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, Sung Kang, or I hope that's how you say his, uh, that's so, how yeah. you say his name. Uh, an actor from Fast and the Furious, yep. who coincidentally, or, or ironically more yes. so, uh, played a character... Ironic. <laughs> he played a character named Han. Yes. Uh, so he's... Uh, so you know, confirmed he is playing Han Solo in this show. Yes, that's true. Um, <laughs> they recast Han Solo again. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what he could uh, be doing. If he's in the Fast and Furious, yeah. maybe we'll see him in a speeder bike chase. That's I don't know. 100%. Yeah, again, confirmed. He's, again, a, he's a swoop bike racer. Again, absolutely no context. That's just a stupid comment by me. No, I like it. It's uh, confirmed now. This is confirmed. Disney, you have to yep. do this. But I've seen him in a couple of the Fast and Furious movies and he's, you know, he's cool. You know, bring it on. I, I want to see him in this show. Fast and furious in those films? He is. Wow. That's true. He's perfect for it. <laughs> uh, last two, Simone Kessel yep. and uh, Benny Safdie. We don't so, know a lot about Simone, Simone Kessel, do we? She's best known for doing the Kessel run. Um, yes. Her, her last name is Kessel. So again, uh, <laughs> she she's built to be in the Star Wars universe, just like the guy who had a, who played a character yep. named Han. They choose them based on their names. That's, That's true. How they do it, yeah. And uh, Benny Safdie, again, I'm not, I haven't seen a lot of his work, but he directed one of my favourite films uh, from the last few years, uh, Uncut 
gems with uh, with Adam Sandler. That's so he's clearly very talented, and mm. I'm looking forward to seeing him in whatever he does next. Yeah. Uh, I also say that uh, oh, going back to Rupert friend uh, for a minute. Sure, yeah. um, I do know that he played a uh, lieutenant in uh, The Boy with the Striped Pajamas. Right. You know, he was a member of the, the, the Nazi regime, I believe. Or he played yes. a member of the Nazi regime. Yes. Again... Luke friend was not a member of the Nazi regime. Again... again clarify that. Again, yes, that's true. Let's clarify that. He's not a Nazi in real life. Uh, yeah, he, he played a villain. Yeah. And so if he were to step into that ballpark again, that'd be... That'd be pretty cool. He's just typecast as just a, like a villain. At well, this point. again, like He's in the nicest like, way you can say. Like, it. Oh, you're in Star Wars. Like, oh, sweet. If I've been cast as like a Jedi or, or a fun character, it's like, well, sorry to break this too, Rupert. You're a, you're another Nazi, just yeah. a space Nazi this time. Well, again, like you know, he could. He's got the face of a villain, which is not an insult. Like, you know, Will, Will, Willem Dafoe has the face of a villain and he's an incredible actor and a clearly very, yeah. and clearly a very nice guy. I mean, we all love his performance as Gil from Finding Nemo. It's standout. That's so, true. Yeah. Shark bait. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty stellar cast. Like star studded cast. Yeah. Um, again, most of them, no idea who they could or could not be playing, but very excited. Uh, more like already, like probably our most anticipated upcoming Star Wars project. And so to see how many cool names are going to be in it and like different opportunities and ways they could take it. It's just getting me again, so excited to watch this show. So can't wait till it happens. I think filming is just starting now. So that's pretty exciting. Yes, that's true. Uh, okay. So guys, that is the end of our first story. We're going to move on to story number two now. Yeah. So yeah. So our, our next news story is unfortunately, uh, a delay for Lego Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. So I feel like this was pretty much like it was always going to happen. Like they announced, um, last year that it was going to be a spring or for us autumn no quarter one maybe quarter one um release uh basically start of the year of 2021 and we're pretty much on the end to pretty much out of that at this point uh and no announced that like no announcement that it was coming anytime soon and we didn't see anything for like a couple of months so a lot of people that were anticipating this game like i mean among us we're very excited for it it does eventually come out um because like nostalgia and just fun Star Wars, uh, it was very likely that it was going to be uh, delayed. And so officially on on the Twitter, uh, Traveller's Tales Games did have a, a press release saying that it has been delayed from when it was to a later date. Uh, yes, that's right, Michael. Uh, so essentially what they were saying is, well, actually, you know what? Before we get into this, I got super excited and then super deflated <laughs> this week yeah. because as an April Fool's joke... <laughs> April as an oh. April Fool's joke, I saw the release date saying May 4th, 2021, yeah. that it was yes. coming in less than a month. I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it was an April Fool's that, joke. And I so, was just like, are you kidding me? Right. Uh, but yes, they did release like a statement regarding yes. the delay. So if you so, want to read it, then yes, go that, ahead. The, the, April 4th, the, the, April, the March, May 4th is not confirmed. This is all that is confirmed said by them, which is all of us at TT Games are working hard to make Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga the biggest and best ever Lego game. But we can. We are going to need more time to do it. We won't be able to uh, make our intended spring release date, but we'll pr provide updated launch timing as soon as possible. So, it's very likely they've been hit by like the pandemic or like, yeah, of course they're not able to. They're, they're not able to properly work on it because yeah. these these. These games are developed in, you know, tightly packed offices and stuff. It yeah. makes sense that they can't work on it 24-7. Like, I'm sure they would want to, yeah. because it sounds like they care about this game as much as we want to play it. Yeah, the um, last press release thing they'd done was, this, like, August of the last year. And yeah. so, they, it was very unlikely they were ever going to hit the uh, spring of 2020 release. Exactly. release, because, yeah, we have almost, we've, like, entered spring already, or, or spring for America, autumn for us here, um, and, like, still hadn't received any news. So, yeah, it's... 
unfortunate that it is going to be a while off, but also a, like a game that is delayed and like is w delayed to the proper like time it needs to be properly worked on is much better than a game just rushed that is terrible and everyone forgets about it. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, like, look, I I understand the reason for the delay. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind however much time they need to work on it. Just mm. take it because I'm super excited for this game and I want it to make. And then I want to have the best experience I can playing yeah. this game. And if that means that we have to wait a little bit longer, I I accept that because based on the trailers that we've gotten and some of the gameplay oh, tease, so teasers that we've gotten it just looks like it's going to be the most immersive Lego Star Wars experience you could ask for yeah. it makes sense because Michael and I have been playing Lego Star Wars games since we were 5, one of my 6 first years old I think it was the first video game I played yeah. Uh, so yeah we have a long lasting history with Lego Star Wars and uh, we're excited to have this show come out whenever it does and yeah. however long however long it takes we're willing to wait in so in terms of optics I think it's actually probably a good thing that it didn't release immediately of when we first thought it was like when it was like first announced similarly to uh, Rise of Skywalker I first thought it was going to be like at a tie in with that but it was like clear that it was very early in development at that time but like it's like when it was kind of tied to Rise of Skywalker after Rise of Skywalker came out it was kind of a disappointment and Star Wars like, excitement was kind of pretty low at that time. Like, it was like, I would have been less interested in terms of it. But, like, now that it's, like, a bit later and it's no longer as much tied to the Skywalker... So, as tied to Rise of Skywalker, but more the Skywalker saga as a whole, I think I'm generally a lot more excited for it. Because, like, yeah, it will have Rise of Skywalker in it, and I'm not the biggest fan of that film, but it also has <laughs> four, um, three of some of the best films ever made, three films that, like, I've really come to grow and love, and I really love the world and the story of, and then two films that I think are still really good, and then Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it should be it should be good fun, and so I'm very much exciting, as excited for when that does eventually drop. Yes, indeed. Uh, so that is that story, guys. Now we're going to get into one final bit of news before we get into our main topic. Just, just for you fans, there we got some we got some bonus news. We got some quick quick fire bonus news. Uh, just a little little fun thing for us here. And Jack is just is just like dead staring. Like why? Keep going, Michael. Just oh. keep going. You run with it. Go? I'm running it. Run, right. run with the quick news. Quick, quick. Quick news, quick, quick bonus news. Got a little question here from Mr. Mr. Sebastian Stan himself, Mr. Bucky Barnes. Yes, uh, Sebastian Stan of uh, James Buchanan Barnes fame from the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, was because he's on the he's he's on the press uh, yes. he's on the press tour with Anthony Mackie for Falcon Winter Soldier, which is really good so far. We're, we're again we're Marvel Tomorrow, fans. This is Star Wars related. Yes, uh, yes. He was asked if he would ever play Luke Skywalker, and he had a very straightforward and to the point answer, which was. Well, if Mark Hamill calls me personally to tell me that he feels inclined to share this role with me, then I'll believe it. Until then, I won't believe it. <laughs> uh, which I think is a very pragmatic and excellent way to answer that question. He's a politician, he knows how to answer it. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it, it, it's like not the worst casting. Like I feel like he could do an alright version. But Look, like, he looks like a young Mark Hamill, so yeah. I can understand why people want him to play Luke Skywalker. Uh, I would not want him to play Luke Skywalker only because I know him as Bucky and yeah. I and um look I don't feel we should be revisiting Luke that's, Skywalker that's, like in any uh, I don't think we should be revisiting Luke Skywalker in any large capacity yeah. anyway I feel like we have a story with Luke yeah. that has run its course mm. um if you get like Sebastian Stan to play Luke Skywalker it's not going to be for like a 5 minute cameo appearance at the end of the Mandalorian or in the Kenobi series, he just plays the 10 year old version of him. It's gonna be like his own show or something major like that. In which case, like, I don't, I don't doubt they could do it well. I just feel like I'd rather have new stories, new characters. Of course, you know, I would, I mean, 
look at it this way. If Luke ever showed up maybe in an episode of Ahsoka again, which doesn't seem that far yeah. uh, away from, you know, the, the realm of possibility because Ahsoka is far more Jedi-based than the, than the Mandalorian should be. Yeah. Uh, so, so that makes sense if he was going to be in that in a very minor capacity in the yeah, way that he was in the Mandalorian. Jedi Temple days or something. Exactly. But if we ever saw him have his own show, I feel like that's just not the way I want Star Wars to go right now because yeah. they're having so much fun with new things that they can do, new possibilities, new movies, and new stories to tell. Yeah. I feel like that focusing on Luke in any large capacity would be a detriment to this new direction that they've chosen to take. All right. Interesting question, though. Let's say we do have that hypothetical of the Ahsoka series and Luke shows up. Maybe it could be a couple of episodes as like a minor character, or could just be a small appearance. Would you rather a cameo like Sebastian Stan being in that appearance just for that, or would you rather another um, CGI Luke? I feel like because they've already introduced CGI Luke, you have to do CGI Luke because okay. it's, yeah, it's consistency. Consistency, exactly, yeah. because you've got the main movies that have Mark Hamill. You'd have the Mandalorian episode that has a CGI version of Mark Hamill, just and then you have an Ahsoka that has a Sebastian Stan Luke. Yeah. Like there's just a uh, too many Lukes in the kitchen. I feel like. If it was, if it wasn't like a thing that was announced beforehand, where everyone knows he's now playing Luke, if he did show up, everyone would be very confused. They wouldn't think, "Oh, this is," Lu-, unless they really like, "Hey guys, look, it's Luke Skywalker." Like, when, if he does show up as Luke, everyone would be very confused. Like, wait, what's what's Bucky doing in this movie? Yes, exactly. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't immediately, even unless he was really obviously Luke, they wouldn't immediately think that because was Ma- Mark Hamill. You see Mark Hamill. Immediate thought, oh, it's Luke Skywalker. It's like when people wanted Benedict Cumberbatch to play Thrawn. Yeah. It's like, the the only thing that I would think is, oh, why is Doctor Strange blue now? Yeah. Why is Sherlock blue now? Why, why is he a dragon in this movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it. that's my take on the idea that Sebastian Stan could yeah. play Luke. The, the, I, I do love the way he reacted to this question. It's good fun. Like, he, I'm not sure of Sebastian Stan, because he's never really talked about it in any capacity whether or not he's a, a big fan of Star Wars. Mm. Um, but, he's a big fan of Disney money. I, I do like his, uh, but I do like his take on it. Is that he would only feel inclined to uh, play the role mm. if Mark Hamill uh, liked the idea. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. That makes sense. Um, yes. So yeah, that was quick news. Quick news. Too quick. Too quick. All right. Uh, I apologize for him, guys. No, no I'm joking. That's fine. I, I that not... is all our news for this week. So we have time for our feature presentation. <laughs> Yes, that's true. Right. Our feature presentation of that, of course, being uh, the fact that we have an official trailer for The Bad Batch, which shows a lot more than the first trailer did. Uh, and we have a little bit of news attached to this as well. Ooh. It will be released on May 4th, which yes. means it's only a month away. But the and, big thing. And the runtime of the season premiere... Yep. 70 minutes. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this. Th- that's going to be that's a, that's a hell of an intro. Oh, it's going to be like a bit like like not like bare, like a short movie yeah. length just like massive opening to the thing. Like even I'm trying to think when we would have like I don't think like Mandalorian didn't have they like the the first episode of the Mandalorian season 2 was big, but yeah. it wasn't like a movie length kind of one. Um and so I think out of every series this is going to be one thing to like like get really hyped about because I feel like the the Bad Batch as opposed to like other shows has kind of been like wow I think that's a great idea it's not necessarily what I would have made, immediately thought of but I think it'll be fun but after seeing this trailer after like uh, getting hyped for the show and after this like get an announcement that the first episode is going to be a movie length dude, I'm getting so hyped for this show like more than I originally anticipated and it, like the continuation of the Clone Wars like we'll get into the trailer breakdown but there's like so many like little elements from the Clone Wars that they're picking up or continuing or moving on this basically is just Clone Wars season 8 at this point it like, is season yeah nine? I mean the, season, season 8 season 8 they're using the same kind of animation, that yeah. beautiful animation that uh, that has just grown so much better 
from Clone Wars Season 7. Yeah, sure. Uh, we don't know how many episodes this uh, show is going to have mm. or whether or not it's going to be a continuous thing with a couple of seasons. Yeah. I don't think it will be. I think it's going to be a, sort of like a limited series like Obi-Wan and like Ahsoka. But... It all depends on like, yeah, whether it ends up. Like if, if, the, if the Bad Batch ends up like dead, then probably not. If the Bad Batch ends off like, well, we're going to be hidden across the universe and maybe you'll see us again or maybe you won't. Uh, then probably won't. But like, if it ends like a cliffhanger, like a continued series, then like, I feel like they could this as opposed to something like Kenobi, where I feel like a miniseries work better. Like you really only want to contain story. You really don't want to have this character like doing like a hundred different things before Luke. Uh, Bad Batch. I feel like you could easily get away with doing more series of this because there's so much like room for to explore the Star Wars universe and explore clones post Order sixty six. Like I mean, we'll get to it, but like. Rex shows up, so clearly we're going to get Yes, some well, yeah, let's, let's just Rex, get into so. the breakdown right now. Yeah, let's get right into the breakdown. Yeah, so one of the first shots of the uh, of the trailer is a, uh, basically, Bad Batch arriving, or let's not say arriving, but uh, it's like a big blast door that's lowering, and they are clearly on Kamino, yes. because uh, then we pan down to basically what is one of those training facilities mm. uh, com- from in Kamino, which is what we saw in uh, the Clone Cadets Clone episode Cadets. of... One of our favourites. Uh, season three episode one of Ooh, the Clone Wars, uh, Clone Cadets, uh, when they're on this big training field with all of these like barriers and yeah. like, you know, that big citadel at the end. Mm. Um, so they're clearly being, you know, tested by Tarkin and stuff like that. They, yep. You can see uh, the, the Prime Minister Lama Su and a bunch of Keminoans above yes. watching them. Uh, again, with Tarkin, like we just said. So they're clearly being tested. They're, they're testing their abilities and their mutations and how that uh, has them differ from the clones yes. that they're used to. Also, it looks like Tarkin is wearing Imperial uniform and with everything like this, I assume this has got to be pretty soon after Order 66 or... Is the Imperial uniform different to the Republic one? Or? Yes. Uh, so, yes... Tarkin, uh, the, the Imperial outfits are slightly different to the Republic ones. As the Clone Wars went on and, the, you know, the seasons kept yep. going, the, the outfits got more and more they Imperial-like. Closer, but yeah. now that's like, you know, the, the very dull grey mm. and the blue and red things yep. on their... On their uh, it's pretty much his yeah, Imperial. Uh, that, you know, denote a ranking or whatever. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, Tarkin says, like, you know, they, they display uh, an, al- an alarming sense of uh, disobedience and mm-hmm. stuff like that, yep. which... It, you know, begs the question. We still don't know what uh, side the Bad Batch is on in this case. We don't know if they if they work for the Empire mm-hmm. initially uh, and whether or not they slowly, you know, realise yeah. that this isn't what they should be doing or whether or not they didn't obey Order 66 at all and this is all like a ruse to get involved with the Empire. That's we, true. we really don't know. Yeah, I guess we, we, we don't know at what point in the show this could be. This could be like them just trying to like get in, like infiltrate or as you were saying that. I feel like assertion wise, it's clear later on in the show that they are like running from the Empire as we'll get to that like part. And so like they're going to clearly be like leaving it antagonistic at some point. I personally believe this is start of the show, like kind of like maybe even the opening, like showing their skills, getting people who haven't really seen as much of the Clone Wars, getting familiar with these characters and getting used to it, that could be an interesting way. It's also interesting that we um, see, instead of, like, it's clear this is from the Clone Cadets era, but, like, they're not fighting battle droids anymore. They're not fighting practice battle droids for, like, Separatists. They're fighting the security robots we see in Rebels, which is really Yes, that is true. So Uh, it's very Empire at this point. Like, it's, it's clear, this isn't a flashback. This is, like, 
post empire this is mm-hmm. empire era yeah so after you hear uh uh hunter says our squad's nothing but trouble you you get to see uh hunter again in just normal casual clothes yeah. uh riding a speeder through what i can only assume is like yeah, the streets of coruscant yes which is interesting because coruscant is a planet that we have seen nothing of post clone wars uh so that's interesting oh, nothing yeah yeah it's appeared in like books comics and stuff but yeah on screen i don't think we have got no uh, we've gotten absolutely nothing post re- post clone wars we have no we have no context as to what happened to coruscant yeah um there's a whole thing about how palpatine turned the jedi council into the imperial palace and yeah. stuff like that i'm not sure how much of that we'll see oh here's a go we have them fighting battle droids in the trailer which i personally could think one of two things we, we were hypothesizing beforehand yes could be either a flashback or, or a part set before the order 66 slash the separatists fell which like could be like showing their like origin or like start of the show maybe like a cold opening or something like that yeah or an interesting idea that i really like that jack came up with is that could be them hunting remnants of the separatists down similar to what we see at, like a remnant with a kalani in uh, Star Wars Rebels, because we did know that in, in Legends, at least, I believe, that, that some Separatists held out, like some Separatist warlords or whatever, had their own, like, battle uh, battle uh, droid area, like, um, units that they, like, separated from the main grid that weren't shut down by Palpatine. Yes, that that's they, true. Like, held out for a bit. Because that's the first thing I mentioned to you, is that the thing that you hear in Revenge of the Sith is Palpatine telling Anakin, mm. you know, alert the Trade Federation, all droid units must shut down immediately. So, yeah. for the most part, the battle droids were all deactivated at the end of the Clone Wars, but, like you said, in Rebels, because some of those super super tactical droids, like Kalani, had, like, independent programming, yep. uh, they were able to you know, through their own will, reactivate uh, any battle droids that they were able to uh, find and basically create their own allegiance of of battle droids. So what I'm thinking is... That's what I'm thinking, is that they are essentially hunting down rogue battle droids and I stuff so. like that. Um, what else? What, I was also thinking that this could be, you know, a possibility, because in this same scene and this collection of shots, you do see a lot of just standard clone troopers. Yeah. All right? Uh, this could be a you know, seen the shot uh, set after Order 66 where they are, again, they're, they're all still in their Clone Wars armor because it's yeah. so early on in the Empire think, that they haven't started using uh, Stormtrooper armor yet. I or... Th- I think the implication was that they didn't even start using Stormtrooper armor till like a number of years. That's so true. If, if the, especially if this is set like directly after Order 66, pretty much all the Stormtroopers are going to have be wearing clone armor. Or what I'm thing. thinking this could be is perhaps, this is possibly like, you know, them trying to misdirect us and this could be one of the first episode, sorry, our first, uh, set pieces of the show yeah. where this is right Great. when Order 66 is happening yeah, um, and they're, the Bad Batch is helping a clone battalion out with a mission or something like that yeah. Order 66 is activated all these clones obviously react in the way that they are meant to mm. except the Bad Batch because they are mutated and they don't follow the fun. rules and then they yeah. have to sort of play off of that yeah, and how they like and how they react to why the hell have they suddenly started to do all this would be an interesting way of uh, starting the show I think I would love a cold open to like they're on a planet doing a mission for the Republic you got a bunch of clones you got a Jedi and just like just thinking like wait what's going on I thought this was set after the Republic and then just hear Order 66 just like no context and just see like the carnage of it from the clone from Bad Batch's perspective like that would be such an interesting way to open the show and get like a really cool tone across but yeah yeah no absolutely and obviously in this shot we get to see that they're 
that they're, they're clearly still using Republic class artillery because you yeah. can see an ATTE in there, mm. which makes sense because if they have all those resources, they would use those too before they were properly phased out for ATATs and yeah. all the actual Imperial uh, was, uh, transports that we saw in the original trilogy. There was a number of things like that that were used um, for a number of years. So V uh, V wings were used all up until before they made Tie Fighters. So yep. and I, th- I think we might even we see even see, we even see a couple of those flying around Camino yeah. in this trailer. So we see some V wings. That was End of Revenge of the Sith. Venators are used up until they. Um, um, which they repainted them, but we even saw that Revenge of the Sith. Yep. we saw those grey exactly. Venator cruisers. They used Venators up until they were replaced with uh, with uh, uh, in- Imperial class. Yep. yep. Um, what else were they? Stormtrooper armor they used for a bit. Um, ATSTs. I think they replaced with ATDPs pretty early on. I think and that's then later that, that is true. ATSTs. Um, and finally, also yeah, Clone Trooper armor. It was like the Stormtrooper. So there was a number of things they did that were still kind of Republic era, still used by the early Empire, which I love. I think. Early Empire is in like the first yeah. five years of the Empire is one of my favorite like time periods that we very see see very little of because it's such cool because it's like you get the awesome aesthetic of Revenge of the Sith which I think Revenge of the Sith designs for the Republic like clones and vehicles are some of the coolest designs but you also get to see them as the Empire which is like one of the most iconic. That's really. one of the reasons I'm so excited for this this, this show. This yeah. is a a time. This is this this is a time slot chronologically yeah. that we've seen nothing of. Oh, that nineteen was, that yeah. nineteen year gap between Revenge of the Sith and um, the original Star Wars. All we've gotten of the it's mostly uh, all, been like later end. All we've gotten of that is Rebels. The last four Rebels and Rogue One. Rebels and Rogue One Which is, is that like right before a new Hope. those last four years. Yeah, but we haven't seen the first fifteen years. Yeah, and what happens then? So that's why I'm super excited for this show. And the the uh, the context we're going to get as to how the Empire uh, started out and how the galaxy reacted to the Empire sure. um, very early on. So yeah, very excited for that. Um, yeah. Also, uh, it makes it si- again. This is getting into the whole. You know, when we said that the the pl- the, the ice planet <laughs> Mandalorian was Ilum. Yes. Uh, again, this is confirmed. in this is in no way confirmed. But uh, the fact that this planet seems to be like a a rocky, snowy planet mm. with like large pine-like trees, yeah, yeah. it reminds me of that planet Karlak from Cornwall season four He's good. He's that very that good. Uh, that uh, Terry and Ahsoka travel to, uh, and you know they interact with Death Watch. It's yeah. Bo-Katan's first episode. Yeah. Um, this planet looks a lot like that. Again, there's absolutely no reason why a concrete reason why I should think that. It just looks yeah. like it. I think. I think there's a lot of things where we can have more or less likely guesses about where it is or isn't. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think, and this is probably one of the least likely ones, but also, even if it isn't, um, if it is though, it just is like another fun thing from Clone Wars showing up again that we've seen before, which is good fun. If it's something new, it's something new. So. Exactly. Uh, we see that, uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's Tech. He's uh, setting off a bomb, uh, yeah. which is interesting. And it's like, you know, they're setting off a bomb in front of these clone troopers. So yeah. it seems as though that they are fighting them. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I could be I could be completely wrong, but it seems as though that's the vibe we're getting from these the, from this vibe, set of shots. Marble, yeah. We also see that uh, Rekka has got a dismantled battle droid uh, like Ooh. slashed over his shoulder, which again, if that's pure Rekka, he's taking he's taking a trophy, which makes sense because I'm so excited to see more of Rekka because yeah. Rekka was uh, not only was he cool and he was badass, yeah. but he was also really funny. He it was, was good, a, he yeah. was a great character, so I'm excited to see more of him. He's like the Hulk of the of, of the <laughs> of the team, yeah. um, which is interesting. Now this. Is what we're gonna uh, we're is, gonna get into yeah. this pr- uh, now. We see a new character, mm. and her name, according to the subtitles, is Omega. Yes. Okay. She is uh, standing in a Camino hall yep. with a bunch of Kaminoans and and clone troopers walking around her, and she's basically saying, "Oh, you're the bad batch," and she names them all off yeah. after they're like, "Wait, you Rekha. know you know us?" Cross and it. she yeah, that's the Tick. thing. She says it in a New Zealand accent. She goes, "Rika, Tick, <laughs> Korg, Korg." 
Hello, man. My name is Omega. I'm kind of like the leader in here. You don't have to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Korg is confirmed for, yes. for... So, what we're saying is she has a very clear New Zealand, New Zealand accent. Um, Which makes us think that she is... Well, okay. Well, yeah. I think that this is a female clone of, Jan- of Django Fett. Out there, outlandish, um, what's it, kooky theory of the week. Um, we personally believe that she could be a clone of Django Fett, which possibly mutation, possibly um, engineered. I feel like I'm leaning towards mutation, especially if she's befriending the Bad Batch, that instead of being similar to Django Fett, was instead mutated to be a female version of Django Fett, which is like such an interesting idea that they could I know, it's so, it's, it's, so it's, cool. a, it's a weird thing. Like It sort of negates <laughs> the idea of her even being a clone, because also, the fact that she's yeah. female means that she's not a clone, because Django Fett yeah. was not a woman. I, also <laughs> love, I love the idea that the accent is cloned as well. Like I know. In the DNA, like the clones that they are done, like uh, that they are cloned from Django Fett, all learn the New Zealand accent. Because the the uh, the Kaminoans don't have New Zealand accent. No, they're like kind of British, like a million more on the way. And it's like, but then the Kaminoans just like, inherit- yes, I'm a clone. Hello, I'm here to shoot up some droids. Oh my god, you're offending all of our New Zealand v- viewers. <laughs> It's all right. Most hello, of my na- hello, my name is Omega. I'm kind of <laughs> like the female version of Django. Uh, right. All of us are Australians, so we make fun of New Zealand. Uh, yes. Uh, so yes, she's naming them all off, and she seems to have a pretty good rapport with the Bad Batch. Yep. Again, I'm I'm not sure what um it, you know it could be a mutation where oh yeah this this uh clone embryo for some reason has two X chromosomes instead mm. of an X and a Y. Uh, there's works. some bio tings for you guys there. Got it. Um yeah. Uh so yeah, I have a strong <laughs> again. It's not confirmed. Either that or we could just be completely wrong and that's just a different character exactly it's a yeah but the accent confirms it she has a new she has a new zealand accent which can only mean one thing a new zealand accent she's she's on camino and look at her face i mean there's nothing inherently like she i'm not but it's like it's it's kind of weird because she's you know a female character and she doesn't look but she she kind of looks like the rest of the clones and she kind of doesn't as well there are like the way that her eyes look and the way that her face is structured, I can, structured, I can, I can sort it. of see it—the female version of their male traits. So that definitely confirmed by the New Zealand accent. Either that, or she is a Pandoran, though. Pandoran, so that's the only other confirmed. So she could be a Pandoran. That's true. That's the only other New Zealand accent. Okay, so a few a few things that we see yeah. uh, while she's naming them all off yep. is uh, yeah, she's just mentioning them all, mentioning all their names. Uh, let's go through some of the things that you see: the con- the, the bad batch fighting yeah. against uh, like Coruscant. It does kind of look like Coruscant because there are like uh, electronic neon, billboard, yeah, neon things. billboards in the background and stuff. So, They're clearly up against these clone troopers for some reason. Or not, not clone troopers, stormtroopers. Well, yeah. Stormtroopers in the clone. Yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark II armor. Something else I'm Very really strong. excited to see more of that we're going to, you know, you're getting to see it right now yep. is uh, Echo in mm. his Bad Batch uniform. Oh, because so cool. one of the things that you did get to see at the in Clone Wars Season 7 was that sort of uh, specialised clone armour that they had for Echo. But now you're actually getting to see he, he has gotten his own black and red outfit, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, the fact that he can, like, plug into ships is an awesome feature that he can have. <laughs> he's the droid. He, 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 I mean, he's he's got, you know, the, the the thing that you can input into, like, a terminal on his... It's yeah. it's his version of, uh, yeah, no, the hook. He's a glorified IO port. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, you get to see Wrecker, you get to see them like in a mess hall or whatever, but something that's really intriguing for me is that they seem to be reactivating a Venator class cruiser. Mm. And we uh, obviously we, and we actually get to see more of this later on in the trailer. So we'll cover that a little bit more, you know, in depth, but a lot of these Venator cruisers were, uh, you know, decommissioned and scrapped on Bracca, which is the planet that you get to see in the very first part of the Jedi Fallen Order game, which I have played and is a really, really fascinating planet. And if we get to go back 
there, that'd be super, super cool. Yeah, that could be life. I'm not sure why they're re reactivating a, a Venator-class Star Destroyer. Uh, no, sorry, not Star Destroyer. Uh, Republic Cruiser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that seems to be exactly what they're doing. Uh, so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And we get to see, you know, Crosshair doing Crosshair. some awesome uh, sniper stuff, which is pretty cool. Sniper's a good job, mate. Exactly. And then we get to see, oh. you essentially get to see Tarkin ordering a bunch of clone troopers saying, I want the Bad Batch located and wiped out. Mm. Which, again, it begs the question, the progression of this uh, series is going to say, you know, how do we go from that very first shot we saw in this trailer of them being trained and yeah. their uh, abilities being assessed? They're clearly, you know, not after them currently. Yeah. To this shot that we see where Tarkin wants them dead, mm. which is interesting. Like, you know, at what point do they go rogue? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, and then, this is really intriguing. We actually get to see more of Fennec Shand, Ming-Na mm. Wen's character for The Mandalorian saying... She the, is voicing. The is galaxy voicing. is a dangerous place to be, she says. And we now have confirmation that she is also voicing the character, which, which made complete sense. I feel like that was pretty likely. It was... Like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, she's clearly been working on The Mandalorian. So, like, she's here with Lucasfilm. It would be very easy to, to just get her to do a little bit of... Uh, voiceover work with for this as well like at the same time they probably were even recorded or shot at the same time because these need to be done a fair bit and uh and they need to be recorded a fair bit in advance so they can do the animating yes exactly uh now we get to see a collection of shots of them running around camino essentially trying not to be seen with this young girl omega mm -hmm. uh so they've clearly you know sort of They're stealing her. Re recruited her and she's asking can you help us and she yeah. says you know how can i help and stuff like that so yeah. they're clearly uh she's clearly on their side yeah, and if their cool. side means against the empire that could be a really um interesting uh thing like you know how does her allegiance change which is an interesting um idea to to, to think about now something else interesting that we're going to get into now again Ooh. i mentioned bracca just before we get another shot of bracca but a very familiar face also shows up in this shot that of course being well, a very familiar helmet <laughs> yes thank you michael uh, <laughs> very familiar with the face on all yes of them. sorry i'm ruining captain rex uh <laughs> yes captain rex is showing up with them uh, it's, it's bad batch rex and this young girl omega they are yeah. on bracca they're looking over like this massive hulking uh, decommissioned Republic cruiser. Yep. Um, again, I don't know why they're going to Bracca, but uh, they have clearly recruited Rex, or maybe just they're, you know, they're accompanying Rex onto this mission, whatever they're doing. Which is interesting, because when Bad Batch was first announced, they said that we were going to see Rex, we were going to see Cody, mm. and we were going to see how uh, Rex ended up recruiting Wolf and Gregor, yep. how he ended up getting them to remove their chips, and uh, how they end up in the Celo system, which is where we find them on Rebels. Yeah, so it makes sense if we see that. I mean, Rex definitely showing up is like a great thing, because he'd worked with Bad Batch before. I love Rex, yeah. I'd love to see his story continued more. Again, it'd be awesome to see Cody show up more and see Cody post um, post uh, Order 66 and Rex Order 66 to see like their relationship. But then, yeah, again, seeing Gregor and also Wolf show up would just be so exciting. It's just such an opportunity to continue the story of all these clones that we like got to see but like never really saw the full story of like fully uh, translate, and that's going to be really fun to do. Okay, uh, so after we see Omega using like an energy bow, which yep. is kind of interesting, uh, we hear a voiceover telling us that the Clone Wars is over, you can either adapt to survive or die with the past, and it's revealed that the person who's saying that is Saw Gerrera. Yes, we so we're going to see Saw Gerrera in this show. We also see a shot of a bunch of clones on Onderon, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if after helping them liberate them from the Separatists, if it becomes under occupation from uh, the Empire as well, and so we get to see that, because, yeah, it's clearly the streets of Onderon in um, Isis, and 
Uh, yes, the city of Isis on yes. Onderon. We get to see we the Bad Batch. The um, uh, they're navigating an ATTE walker, mm. but they're also taking out another one. So I'm yeah. assuming that, like we said, the, AT the ATTEs are still being used by the Empire. Also, but I'm assuming that the Bad Batch like hijacks one and essentially uses it to, um, you know, take the fight to the Empire. I, essentially, I think yeah. I I, wouldn't, I feel like this is implying that Bad Batch is possibly going to team up with Saul Guerrero against the Empire and his on and the Onderon rebels. Yeah, that'd be because really behind him we get to see one of the on Onderon rebels from that first arc of Clone Wars season five. Yeah. So it's really interesting that we're going to get to see more of that. We're going to go back to a planet that we've seen before. Yes. It seems as though we're going to go back to quite a couple of planets that we've already seen before, Definitely. and I'm sure there'll be new ones sprinkled in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We so... also saw a um a dragon or like a flying creature that we that you recognized from yes. That's a Zygerian species. I'm not Which sure what the species is called. Later uh, on, we also see a Zygerian fighting with the Electro Whip. So. Yes. Uh, now, something else that I actually saw right after the whole you can either adapt to survive or die mm. with the past thing that Saw Guerrero says, you get to see uh, Hunter and Omega on a speeder bike, yeah. essentially in a chase with Fennec Shand on yes. another speeder through what, can I only, what, what I can only assume are the streets of Coruscant. Coruscant um, yeah. Which is interesting because it, it begs the question, is Fennec Shand... Uh, whether or not this changes as the show goes on, is she being like sent to hunt down the Bad Batch by the Empire? Yeah, I feel um, like that'd be likely. I, I don't know if it was confirmed, but it pretty much seemed like she was a, actually a bounty hunter. Well, yeah. we, saw, we first saw her in The Mandalorian season, ep, season 1, Yes, and they were hunting her. Was she a bounty hunter in that? She was a bounty hunter. Yes. Yeah, she had a price on her head. Exactly. Um, so that would make sense why that she's been sent to hunt after them. Maybe she joins with them, maybe not. We'll see. But yeah, at we this point, it seems like she's definitely yeah. chasing them. I mean, we see Hunter throw a thermal detonator onto a speeder. It yeah. explodes, and then she falls onto one of those Coruscant taxi cabs. Yeah. That was... Uh, Attack of the Clone Star. Yeah, exactly. Like that... Uh, we saw one of those in the season six episode where Fives goes to the clone bar, mm. and the guy's like, ah, your mother's the droid! <laughs> Which is like a, basically the, insult, the yeah. equivalent of... Yeah, your just like a toaster. <laughs> like it's like yeah, it's a, it's a it's Republic slang, Star Wars yeah. slang. Uh, so that happens, and uh, so yeah, that's really interesting. We get to see basically a new design for Saw Gerrera. He's got yeah. like a big scar across like his transition. face. So it's still old Saw Gerrera, like at voice actor. So it's not um, Forrest Whitaker at this point, which makes sense. No, it's, it's only not. like a couple of years after. Um, but like the transition before he had his Forrest Whitaker look when he was closer to his Clone Wars appearance. Yeah. Uh, so next we see a bunch of other stuff after that, you know, sort of transitions. We get to see, yeah, again, Fennec Shan's speeder uh, exploding. But then after Hunter says, we do what we do on this, like, snowy planet that we were talking about originally, yep. we get to see Wrecker essentially uh, fighting against... What I originally thought were commando droids, I think, but they're not. They seem to be like security no, droids of some kind. They're so similar to them, though, in terms of their like look and kind of movement as well. I feel like they're like a modified version of it. Maybe like um, commando droids that were then like modified to be security droids or something mm -hmm. like that, which could lean into them hunting down like remnants of battle droids, which that could make sense. Yeah. Again, we have no context for that shot. It's just in there. There's not really mm. a lot of stuff that you can really, really properly talk about. Yeah. But after that does happen, you get to see Hunter in a fight with, we mentioned, a yep. Zygerian. Yeah. A Zygerian. Like um, as well. Yeah. The, the species and Zygeria, the planet that we saw in mid season four of Clone with Wars with an electro whip, which is what we got to see uh, be used against Anakin and Obi-Wan in that arena yeah. uh, fight. That was a callback to return of the Jedi. So that would be cool to uh, see that again, because that was really fun. Like a little arc. 
Oh, yeah, it was Zagiria. because it's funny is because, you know, uh, Zygeria, that whole arc is about how the Republic and the Jedi, uh, destroyed the slave empire on Zygeria. Mm. So it's interesting as to whether or not the empire will have a hand in sort of reinstating that and giving them power back. Like and that might be a reason why the Bad Batch is, is sent to that planet or not sent or just drawn to that yeah, planet at all. Yeah. Which is, which is an interesting thought. Mm. Uh, yeah. And that's based, and that almost brings an end to the, uh, trailer. The, the trailer. It just has, uh, Hunter, Hunter saying to a man, get strap in kid yeah. and their ship jumps to hyperspace and, and that's the end of the trailer with the it just says the bad batch uh streaming may 4th so I so mean, there's a lot to break down in that trailer uh if uh, if uh, if if we, our theory is correct d bradley baker is doing an amazing job pretending to be a little girl in the role do you reckon oh uh, you know what hang on let's quickly <laughs> let's quickly listen to her voice I again 100 percent, it's not d bradley baker but that'd be kind of fun because yeah otherwise he's not like playing every single character hang on i gotta say it could be you reckon that, right, that would be the funniest thing like, ever. Uh, like, if I just... Use, like, we a just, voice modulator or something. We just heard her voice again. Like, I can almost... I can very faintly hear the intonation of D. Bradley Baker's no voice. Way. No Come on, it has... Uh, uh, yeah, you, you keep going. I'm going to search it up. It's probably... The actress is probably... I right have there. a strong feeling that this is a female clone. And if it is, they are feminizing D. Bradley Baker's voice. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. Hey, that'd we know that that can happen. Like, it, I'm sure that's not out of the realm yeah, of possibility yeah, yeah, as far yeah. as auto-tuning goes. Look, it's... After this trailer, I feel like we don't have enough to go on. I do not, personally, I do not think it is. However, if we later find out and reveal that it is, that'll be the best thing of all time. I, I, uh, I'm going to stand strong in my belief that not only is Omega a female version of the clones, but D. Bradley Baker is voicing her and his voice has been feminized to make it so that, you know, it makes sense. You can hold Jack to this. When this eventually is revealed, you can hold him and say, in a month, in a month, we will know. Okay. Michael says, no, I say yes. Let's come back and let's, let's come back in a month and, and, and find and out. find out who was right. Yeah, that's yes. so good. Uh, I hope you're right. That would be hilarious. I hope I'm right as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so that was the trailer. That was the trailer, and that's the show, guys. Oh, um, I think so that's excited. that's basically everything we have to talk about today. Yep. Uh, I think we've we've covered a lot of good stuff. Mm. Uh, Obi-Wan cast, Skywalker saga delay, Sebastian Stan as a possible Luke Skywalker, and the Bad Batch trailer. Yep. Star Wars was... Uh, Star Wars news oh. and content was an embarrassment of riches this week, and... Yeah, it's like, like... I mean, I enjoy it when it is kind of like the drier weeks, because we can either create our own... Uh, feature presentation or our own like kind of st- discussion about the news but gee whiz we were swamped today we so were much news to get through. Um, so I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode we're gonna have well actually we've got a bunch of cool stuff that we're gonna yeah. be able to talk about over the next few weeks starting from next week we might be going through some of the vintage content yes because the vintage collection of Star Wars media was just added to Disney Plus which means that we have the Clone Wars mini series that Michael and I have never actually seen yes. we have the animated part of the holiday special we have a f- we have two Ewok movies so there is so much that we can talk uh, about and then also an Ewok television series. Yes, any television series as well. There is so much Star Wars content that has been around for decades, but Michael mm. and I have never even seen, yeah. so that will hopefully provide some great content for us as well as the fact that we are going to be able to review uh, weekly Bad Batch episodes Ooh. as they come out. Starting May 4th, in about four weeks' time, we're going to be going to be so good. We're enjoying it. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, but that does bring an end to this week's episode, guys. Mm. Uh, this episode will be coming out again on the Sunday, yep. uh, and uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we are there follow us make sure to follow up on uh, all our stuff where you can see our thumbnails and all the links to everywhere we are um, is on the post that we do on a weekly basis the time codes for each of our uh, discussions today will be available in the description as well as 
every single link as to where you can find us because we're on uh, various podcast platforms. Yep. Um, and that's that as far as the, yeah, as far as the housekeeping goes. Michael, anything else to say? Thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been another good week of fun Star Wars content, and we're looking forward to the future. Star Wars content's looking bright again. It was a real dry spot for a bit, but uh, yeah, exactly. We're we're, we're okay. gonna have we've got a month of uh, good Star Wars content that we are excited to bring to you guys, and hopefully, that. hopefully, uh, you guys are excited to listen to as well. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, guys. May the force be with you. This has been Telling the Odds.